You're listening to Break Your Ego, Find Your Soul with Ramsey Bergeron. Today I'm going to be interviewing Justin Reimer, a Grammy-nominated music producer, performer. He's got over 20 Billboard Top 40 singles and owner of Cross Track Studio in Memphis, Tennessee. When I first met Justin, he was in a band called Breaking Point back in the early 2000s and uh, used to party all the time and drink a lot. And now he has changed his life and he is a fit dude and a totally different lifestyle. We talk about that in today's interview, so check it out. It's really very interesting. I know you've done a lot, so uh, Grammy nominated. So, like, give me give me the lowdown. So, I you know I know you just from back, obviously the the Breaking Point days and some of that. Um, just for you know my audience who may not know a whole lot about you, just tell us a little bit about yourself. They probably know nothing about me. <laughs> oh, so, uh, golly, I don't know. I um, I've had a blessed life so far. Just so much cool stuff. I'm a musician. I've been a musician ever since I was. Started playing the piano probably when I was eight or nine and then picked up a guitar around 12. Uh, by 15, I was already playing in the clubs um, on the weekends. 18, I moved off and went to music college down in Fort Lauderdale, Florida to learn the uh, art of engineering and production. And golly, fast forward, I worked in studios for years and then I got a couple record deals. I was in a band called Breaking Point. I was in a band called 12 Stones. And uh, God, I toured on and off for 15 years and just, it destroyed me <laughs> to say the least. Um, still alive, made it through it and then opened a studio where I'm at right now, um, which I've had in Memphis for the last 10 years. Nice. So what, what's the name of the studio you, you have there? Cross Tracks Studio. Cross Tracks. Okay. It's a really cool studio. It's an old train station from 1889. Oh, wow. So to say there's spirits in here is an understatement. It's a, it's a really cool place and uh, just a really cool vibe. I worked really hard to get the vibe right for artists to make it a really creative space. Awesome, brother. Well, I know that I know you just from back in uh, you know my days in a different life as well. Whenever I was uh, working in nightclubs before I decided to, to change my life and start helping people. Um, and I've, I've followed your journey and it's an amazing one. I'm so proud of you. Well, thanks. Well, you too. And that's kind of why I wanted to bring you on because you, you, you look a little different. Your life seems to be a little different than how I remember you. Um, I don't mind if, do you mind if I show a picture of you? Oh God. <laughs> Go let's, see, let's see. Let's see here. Oh, it's too small. We got to get that larger. Hold on. I got to, I'll, I'll figure out how to, how to get a larger picture. Oh, I know how to do it. There's a couple different ones. We got this one. <laughs> you know what? That was in Japan, actually. Was it? I know that. Yeah, because we were. I see the uh, something about force Air Force probably behind me. Uh, we did a U.S. I don't know if it was U.S.O., but we toured Japan for three weeks playing all the bases, and that was definitely in Japan. <laughs> what What about uh, here? <laughs> Look, what is that face? <laughs> I know, man. You're rock. You're you're a rock star. You gotta you gotta get intense. <laughs> No, I don't claim that. But it, it, wow, what a, what some cool memories there. <laughs> yeah, brother. So, you know, I know in your journey, um, you know, th there was a point when you kind of had a change in your life. Um, you, it, it, from what I know, you started taking your health more seriously. So kind of um, like in these pictures, you look significantly different than you did in these pictures I just put up. Yeah. So. I, how much would you ballpark? Like, uh, tell me about like whenever this picture in Japan. So, tell me a little bit about your lifestyle 
um, when you were in that picture there? You know, um, being on the road was just a constant battle of partying, very poor nutrition, lack of exercise. We would try and get in some exercise. And of course, you got exercise in on the stage every night. Um, but it was just lots of drinking, not near enough sleep. Um, yeah. You know, like when you live on a tour bus with 11 other guys in a bunk, you know, in the hallway, um, it was just a like I said, I, I mean, I had to get it out of my system. Being a musician, had I not done the extensive touring that I did, I would have always wondered what if and uh, why didn't I pursue that, whatever. I am so glad I got that out of my system. Yeah. Um, but it was just a whole different world. I cannot imagine going back to that life now, but I'm so grateful that I was able to experience it. Yeah, brother. So what, at what point did you decide that you, you you had you experienced that life and you wanted to make a change. So kind of what take take me through that. You know the the biggest thing, and I, I'm just going to be dead serious, was I went through a divorce, um, and it really made me look at myself, my faults, um, what did I do wrong, and just take all the blames that I needed to take. That was the you know that was the real eye opener for me. But then it was. My health. I went to the doctor and all of a sudden I found out my cholesterol was in heart attack levels. And I'm only at this point, you know, mid to late thirties, I guess. Um, my liver was messed up. Um, I mean, just the list goes on and on and on of all the problems I had because of my lifestyle. And the doctor just gave me prescription after prescription after prescription. And I'm just like, you know, no freaking way, dude. This is not the way I'm going to move forward. And that was it. I decided right then and there I was going to do this. I was going to make a change to be a better person and but do it, uh, you know, naturally through nutrition and fitness. And in turn, and we'll get into that later, I'm sure, but it just what it did to me mentally was more so than anything could have ever imagined. Wow. So it, it sounds like from what you just said that this journey kind of started physically and then it manifested mentally. Would you say that's correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think they work hand in hand. Um, the biggest benefit I've gotten out of a whole new lifestyle, and I emphasize lifestyle, um, is a bigger mental capacity, just a, a better outlook, a better way of living mentally. Besides appearance-wise, I feel like I look better. Um, all my, you know, I had a physical two months ago, and everything is perfect. And I'm about to turn 47 years old. No medicine, um, and it's just because I changed my lifestyle. So let's talk about your lifestyle. So what does a, a day in the life of Justin Reimer look like? <laughs> you know, I I can I can sum that up pretty easily, and I'll try and make it quick because. And I, I'll keep emphasizing on this, how I made it a lifestyle, not just a quick fix. Um, so what I've done, the day in my life, I wake up, I go straight downstairs, make my coffee, and I have two coffees. And for to take for about 30 to 45 minutes, I have those coffee, but what I'm doing is I'm meditating, I'm praying, I'm being thankful. 
And it's, I have found it is the only way to start my day. I'm just thankful. I'm in the moment. I'm relaxed. I'm calm, preparing myself for the day, but I'm talking to God. I'm just getting ready for the day. After these two cups of coffee, I go in. I have habits of, I'm, I'm a creature of habit, nutrition-wise. I'll have my cup of egg whites, pour a cup of oatmeal or cream of wheat. Then I go back down and I sit down and I eat it and I pull out the Bible. And this is just personally what I do. I decided two years ago that I was going to be, read the Bible start to finish, page by page, just because I had a lot of questions. I wanted to know. I, I, just a lot of curiosity and a friend of mine suggested we'll start in the new testament so i actually did that and about two months ago i finished the new testament um and obviously started in the old testament now but so i only read it probably took me two years a year and a half two years just to get through the new testament because i only read a chapter a couple pages every morning yeah one and then i have a daily devotional that i read um so this is all getting getting my uh mindset but then i go for my run and this is the biggest form of meditation i had every morning i do two miles a lot of times i'll do it fasting too um but my run it's not like yeah let me get out here and sweat so i can discover a new ab or try and lose some weight it is an extension of my meditation and prayer being outside and just experiencing and i don't care if it's snow on the ground my my dumb ass is out there running uh, if it's 100 out here i'm out running because it's just such an experience and a way to start my day but all that being said it just sets me in the tone no matter what i'm going to face that day i'm prepared i'm ready um mentally physically well i skip the part where i go to the gym after that and i always do five to six days a week 45 minutes weights a lot of times i'll do some cardio after that but then the day begins. That's awesome, brother. So I want to ask you because the things you're describing, you know, it, it's it's uh, I do a lot of those those same things like with, with the morning meditations. But you're saying that you started your journey physically and then it transformed and manifested mentally. What and it may be I know it's been a while since you got started, but what, how did you get started doing this? Because with the things you're describing, that start off your day are they are more mental focused. So how did you get into those habits to start your day with that, with that emphasis? You know, I don't know. I think I was just searching. I learned a lot from my mother, though. She always was just, you need to meditate, you need to meditate. She was always giving me devotionals. And you know how it is, you put them aside and you never really, unfortunately, you never really focus and read. And yeah. I think, and then that part of it just came with, I was always looking for more ways to feed my mind and my spirit with good things, food for the soul. And I found that through, for me personally, the Bible and just devotions and just finding other, other inspirational things. Um, even when I watch TV, like I can't watch drama. I can, I, it has to be something positive, yeah. inspirational, or I'm, I'm just like, I, I don't want it in, in my mind and my life. It just does me no good. Yeah. Now the physical part, I did get a trainer four years ago because I knew nothing about nutrition. I would go in the gym and I'm just, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm thinking I'm eating healthy. I had no clue. Um, and so I did get a trainer for about two years, which changed my whole life because I learned nutrition. I learned healthy working out habits and whatnot. So, I, you know, a combination of all those things 
um, is just kind of where I landed now, but continually learning. So I, I want to talk to you more and find out more of what you do, you know? Yeah. Um, and definitely, definitely open to do that. Um, yeah, because that's, you know, I, I have a lot of this, uh, similar traits there. So, uh, you know, one of the things when I teach my radical acceptance class is asking people, um, you know, what you consume is much more than food. You know, so are, what, what information are you consuming? What news are you consuming? What entertainment are you consuming? Because that makes up your energy. So if I'm just consuming negative energy constantly, I'm going to be a negative being. Uh, and, and people don't think that it affects them, but it really does. And it's not just the things that I watch. It's who I spend my time with. It's, um, you know, the, man, that's key. Yeah. Um, I've lost so many, not lost, but I guess I've chosen to walk my own path and, and not, I just don't enjoy going and hanging out in bars with all my old, you know what I mean? Like, I get they just, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not downing them for doing it, but I think you just, you find your path. And like you said, every part of it and it's people who you hang out with it's what you watch it all makes up a part of your energy like you said yeah so you know because obviously we met in iClub. you know both 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 of us were up till you know 12 one in the morning with uh, you know thousands of people and you've you've toured the world and had a lot of success so um i guess with that what does success mean to you That, that's a deep question. Um, I, I don't care what form. Simple, simple answer is being happy. Um, and no, that's in no matter what I do. I don't think I've ever per se been a really materialistic person. Um, I did not choose um, rock and roll <laughs> to become a millionaire. Uh, everybody has their dreams, but the real the reality of it is you're going to be poor you're going to be miserable and i chose that path for a reason because i loved what i did but it made me happy well i thought it did at the time um but i think success for me is just um being happy in everything that i do being happy in all the relationships that i carry i think being a positive influence on others is what success is all about i think um passing on what you what you've learned and helping other people um, i don't i don't how could there be any more success than that it's so cool and what you do like motivating and helping people that's that's success that's amazing you know well but you, and that's why i reached out to you though like watching your instagram and i don't have any i don't think i've seen any on your your facebook but uh i'll definitely once I throw this up actually online, I'm going to put a picture of you, like how you look now, like it's some of your, just to be fair, because I mean, you've, you've really worked hard to get where you're at, uh, both, you know, physically, um, uh, mentally and, and spiritually, you know, it sounds like, uh, and, and I've been just impressed in, in your growth and your transformation too, brother. Thank you. So I know that, you know, you said that when you first started off, you had, you, you got a trainer and the physical piece came first and then the mental piece. What's one piece of advice you would give someone who feels like they don't have the time to focus on their well-being? I, I think it's so important. I mean, you, you can't afford not to. And I think, I think the, the, the mistake most people make is they're looking for a quick fix. And it's like, well, oh, man, I don't, I don't have time to go to the gym. I hear this all the time. It's like, man, it's not about the next 30 days 
of losing that weight because it, if you do these short-term diets or fad trends, whatever it is, you're going to come out worse <laughs> two yeah. weeks after that 30 days when it comes back. It's just like, it's, it's horrible. I mean, I'd say try it because the benefits you're going to get from changing your life and making this routine, you'll never want to go back because you're going to feel so good. Why would you ever want to? Um, and yeah. it's hard. It's hard. We all have our own obstacles and, and um, habits and addictions or whatever it is that we have to overcome, but it's possible. And if you just make, and it doesn't have to be giant leaps are made by small steps. It's like, you can't change your life overnight and be like, all right, hell no, it's not going to work. Um, yeah. My advice is just take the small steps, whatever it is, one day at a time. Cause that's what it's all about. Being happy is being present right now and not freaking worrying about next week or two weeks from now. You know? Yeah. And that's great. I know my take, I want to get your take because you, you said a couple of things here that I want to kind of, kind of dissect. The first one is, um, you know, they say that they don't have the time for it. Um, and I always say that, that everything has a cost, you know, going to the gym has a cost, just like not exercising has a cost. So what does your routine cost you? nothing <laughs> i think it's more everything i gain from it um, oh, i agree but I, I mean like so like obviously and i'm the same way like because I, I start work at 5 a.m so i get up at 3 30 to do my meditation and, and do a little something before i start work but i'm in bed at 7 30 so it costs me late nights it costs me going out drinking it costs me oh, um, that kind of thing so there's there is a cost associated with everything okay um, matter of so are we willing to pay that cost um, I think it's cost me friends. Um, sad to say. All of a sudden, because I'm not the guy out in the bars partying every night, all of a sudden you'll find a lot of people don't want to hang out with you anymore. And that's okay. Um, even better. <laughs> I think um, it's cost me friends. Um, you know, I, I can't. It's so hard for me to think of bad things that have come from it, to be honest. Um, yeah. What you're saying, I mean, there's sacrifices, though. Um, time. Time. Yeah, because the time it takes, uh, and that's the thing, like they say that uh, meditate 20 minutes a day, and if you find you don't have 20 minutes, meditate for an hour. Because <laughs> it's, about, it's about being focused with your time. And I thought you said something else beautifully, too, when you, when you were talking about um, – I, I, I'm losing it now. When you were talking about um, just try it, just 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 do it, and and then you'll see the the, the change that it makes. Uh, so how long of a journey? Because now it's your routine. How long did it take to become a routine for you? Um, I've been. It's been almost five years for me now. Um, I can't recommend for someone that was in my shoes enough to get a trainer. Um, that's a cost, <laughs> a cost that I didn't want to incur, but what I gained from it is a lifetime of knowledge. Um, so, I mean, it took me, I was probably with him a year and a half. I think after a year, I probably, you know, I didn't need him, but I wanted to learn more about nutrition. Yeah. Um, and then it was just like, well, I've learned 
now it's on my own. I think that, and that's the beauty of it. It's a test on most of sorts. Get off of that leash and get out on your own. And man, it's so cool. And then, but then I, I just got so deep into, I wanted to know more and more about nutrition. And when the pandemic hit, I almost got my um, nutrition uh, license. I was looking into that. Chris, a good buddy of mine, the guitar player from Three Doors Down, got his. And he's really into it. He was doing my macros and everything for a while. And we're just dorks about it. Always texting about it, keeping up with our my fitness pal and all that stuff. Um, but I mean, it, it took me a good year and a half, probably, and I'm still learning. And I think that that's the beauty of it, though. Yeah. With everything is the journey. It's it's so exciting. So I remember now what I was going to ask you earlier, when you were talking about the journey and about like being present in the moment. So one of the things that I had, uh, that I struggled with for a time and that I still hear from people is when, when we have those long-term goals, like you said, Hey, this isn't going to be done in 30, 60 days. This is a lifestyle. Um, how do you rectify setting goals yet remaining present in the moment? Because sometimes when we get so goal oriented, I'm living a month from now, I'm living three months from now, I'm living for that big event I want to get ready for. How do you balance doing that while still being grounded in today? Um, I mean, I, like you just said, I think it's all about just living in the moment. Um, sometimes, though, like I've never wanted to be since I started like on this journey, like a, a big, huge bodybuilder or anything. I have my trainer as an IFBB pro. Um, so one time. I had him train me just like I was going to do a show. And he's like, well, you got to do a show. I'm like, no, nah, this is not really me. I don't want to. And anyway, this is just for me. Um, so I trained for like three to four months. So I made this goal that I was going to train just like I was doing a show. And it was fascinating to me going on that journey um, and leading up to it. It blew my mind what those people go through. Yeah. Get that body when you walk on stage. I mean, it's insane. Um, and much respect. Um, it's a whole different level of discipline. Yeah. With your, your all that crazy. But I think, I mean, I don't know. I've found, I don't think there's any other way to be happy than just living in the present. Um, I think our whole lives were, you know, well, I can't, you know, as soon as I finish high school and do this, as soon as I get this college degree, then I'm going to be able to do this. As soon as I make this amount of money, oh, I'm going to be happy. But man, throw all that out the window is what I say. I mean, happiness is found right here, right now. You cannot define happiness. You're, if you chase happiness your whole life, you're never going to experience happiness. Yeah. And it took me a whole half of a lifetime chasing it. Where it was like, okay, well, once I get that next top 10 single, okay, well, once you do, you're right back where you started. And did you know, did you find happiness at the end of it? No. The happiness is the journey getting there. That's the excitement for me. Like I love a challenge. I love the journey. I don't care what it is on the way to the goal. I think more so than I do getting the goal. Um, I don't know if that answered your question. I kind of went off. No, it, it does. I, you know, actually one of the talks I do is called chasing the rabbit. Why achieving your goals is never enough because you, 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 you know, for me, if I, I, do an Ironman across the finish line. And there's just that empty feeling because I thought I would have some kind of epiphany when I got there and I didn't because I didn't realize that, um, like you said, the journey is the destination. But, you know, something you've said a couple of times and, and dude, the fact that you're you're so aware of like happiness is here and it's now and it's what you make it. But 
what do you do when you're not happy? Like, what do you do when you have an obstacle that, that you encounter that brings you suffering? How do you handle it? For me, um, I go to God. That's where my spiritual part comes in. Uh, Proverbs 3, 5, 6, I live by that verse daily. Trust in the Lord, Lord and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he'll make your path straight. And for me, it's changed my life. Um, I literally, even when I signed autographs every night for years, I was like, who the hell am I to be signing a freaking autograph? Like, I am nothing. So I wrote that Bible verse every, almost every autograph I tried, um, just so maybe somebody else would go home and be like, what, what is this? Um, edit. What was, can you tell me the question again? So, you know, I, honestly, I was, I was so caught up because uh, just like whenever you encounter suffering. So like, like, how do you handle when you have a hardship or suffering? I think you answered it. Yeah, you answered it well. Um, and so, you know, I'll, 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 I pray, I meditate a lot. I, and just reflect back on and, and learn. Um, I think our mistakes and any challenge that is put in our way is an opportunity. And if you look at it like that, your whole life changes. Um, because out of these hardships and challenges, that's where we grow. And that's where the journey, uh, there's so many levels of that. Yeah. Um, so what if I were to tell you there are no mistakes? I'd say you're a liar. <laughs> um, I think that's the beauty of, of being a screw up. My, oh God, I've screwed up so much in my life. Yeah, um, but where, where's it brought you? Okay, I see what you're saying. No, yeah, I've learned from every mistake. You're right. <laughs> I, I get it. You're absolutely right. Because especially, hey, you know, because every time I think that I know what the universe is trying to tell me, somehow I'm proven wrong because it's not up to me. <laughs> so, like, I, I may think that that I want to do something right, and then I, I, I think I screw it up. But the lesson that I've learned from that is so valuable that it's made me who I am. You're right. Um, I, I retract my my uh, my statement of calling you a liar earlier. You're absolutely right. Um, I could also be a liar that way. Um, what's that? I so said, I could also be a liar. So you don't have to retract that. But about not, that. About, not about that. No, uh, you're right. Every mistake is such a lesson and a, a blessing is what it is. Yeah. Because like like the things that you, the, the I guess, you know, while we're on the subject, one thing I was going to ask you is, what is the most courageous thing you've ever done? Ooh, that's a deep one. Um, I think, I mean, for me, there's a few few different things. I think when I was earlier uh, growing up, the most crazy thing I did was dare to dream and live the life that I wanted to live as opposed to maybe what my family thought I should be doing um, and just going off on my own. I've, you know, I moved out at 17 years old. I just was always just on my own path. And I know I pissed my parents off so bad, but um, I think it took courage. I think it takes courage to be in the music business just in general. Um, so there was that facet of my life, but you know what? The, the most courageous thing I ever did was take care of my mother when she was dying. Um, I don't think anybody is ever prepared for a task like that or knows what it entails. Um, and it is about being courageous. And for me, I had to man up and do things 
just change. I just, it was the most, it was horrible. It was horrible, but it was the most beautiful and precious time I ever got to spend with my mother. She's your mother. Of course you love her. But during this time I was her caretaker as she was dying. We became best friends. And, um, it was just, it was beautiful. I got to hold her as she passed. And, um, I think the courage it took for me to man up and do that is the most courageous thing I've ever done. And I was so glad to be able to do it. It's beautiful. How do you, how do you continue to honor that today? Oh God, every, every, every lesson she ever taught me that I never listened to, it's in the back of my head. She was a very, very spiritual woman. Um, I inherited all her books and, and it's a lot of books. Um, so slowly I'm taking them off the shelf and peeking in and starting to get into it. Um, I think just she, she, everything she taught me carries with me. I find myself becoming more and more like her every day. And it blows my mind. And you never wanted to believe that as a, as a child that you're like your parents. But man, it's, it's <laughs> coming back on me tenfold now. Yeah. Even my daughter is like, good God, you're turning into grandmommy. One <laughs> day <laughs> well, your daughter's going to turn into you. So, you know. <laughs> oh, don't tell her that. <laughs> no, she's amazing. I have the most amazing daughter. She turns 18 next month. I'm just really blows my mind. Man, I know. And because uh, I left Memphis 2004, 2005. So, I mean, it's, wow. she was just barely, you know, two or three. Yeah. 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 Um, so I guess even with that, like with your daughter, with, with the business you have now, what do you feel you're intended to do in this life? Um, a lot of, you know, in, in the last 10 years is to help others achieve their dreams um, by being a producer and making all these amazing records I've been able and blessed to be a part of. Um helping people achieve their dreams being a, uh, for me spiritually is, is being a light from what little I know and I'm learning every day, but just to let that light flow out of me to other people to help inspire them, whether it's um, musically or health wise, um, nutrition wise, whatever. I surely don't know a lot, but I'm, I'm learning every day. And, um, you know, I think that's, but also think every day you live your life is another intention because every day is another purpose. The people that you meet on a daily basis, everyone you come encounter with, you have an opportunity to have a purpose. Like literally, and that goes with all of our relationships in our lives or just a stranger you pass on the street, smiling at them it could change their day. Telling them they look beautiful. Telling a pregnant woman she looks beautiful pregnant. I mean, just little things, I think, is what we're intended to do because, and that all goes back to living in the moment for today in today. And I think every day could have its, it does have its own purpose and, and what you're intended to do. I don't know what I'm intended to do 10 years from now, yeah. um, but I know right now, day to day, uh, you can be a blessing to numerous people, you know? That's awesome, brother. So what would you say to someone who is lost? Someone who just there, I mean, right now, like we said, there's a lot of negativity out there. There's a lot, people are overwhelmed. People don't know uh, where to turn. Um, people feel very isolated. What 
what message would you give? I would say just take it slow. Everything's going to be all right. Don't freak yourself out. Like, look, we all suck at life. We all have to overcome things. We all have, whether it's an addiction or, or bad habits or we need to lose weight or whatever it is, just, it's, it's all about small steps. Um, and it's, I think, best advice you could ever give or for me is just take it day by day. Don't worry about next week if you're what the scale is going to look like. Heck, don't even get on the scale for a while. Just um, worry about what you can do, the small steps. What can you do every day that's going to start changing your life? Not temporarily. I'm talking about for the rest of your life. And there's daily, and that's so many factors. It goes back to what we were saying about ingesting positive positivity, whether it's from the TV, the radio, your friends, who you're hanging out with. All these factors go into becoming a better person and I think really changing who you are on the inside. We can all pretend to be somebody different on the outside, but what yeah. what's going on, on the inside is what's really going to make it long term. And it's a daily building process, I feel like. So I would just say small steps equal giant leaps. Just take it slow and just enjoy the ride. I love that, brother. One of, one of the things I talk about, because I've, I've been studying a lot of Eastern philosophies, and one of the things with Buddhism is called right intention. So like if I have eight people that all want to lose weight, one person is doing it because they just turned the age they were when their dad died. One person is doing it because they got a high school union coming up. One person is doing it because um, they just got a divorce. They want to look healthy again. One person is doing it because, you know, for whatever reason, they all have very different reasons for the same goal. However strong their why is, is how successful they're going to be long-term. So if it's something that's very like, depending on how intrinsic that the value is, um, for them will determine the long-term success. So I think you said it well, like just, hey, what am I doing today? And kind of why why do I want to do it? But small steps, uh, don't over, get overwhelmed with it. So I thought that was the- I think, I think it's in recognizing things that make you feel better or stronger uh, mentally, physically, whatever it is. and and. Don't throw those away. Make them like get do more of that. Um, yeah, you find something that makes you happy. Well, but I think I mean, but some people turn to food for that. You know, some people turn to cigarettes for that. So yeah, yeah. so we gotta be careful. Just like finding things that make you happy, because uh, um, I think you know, for me, part of the problem is if um, if I find things outside myself that make me happy, I'm always contingent, and I'm never truly happy inside because I'm never just happy with me. Um, so, so how did you, how do you deal with self-acceptance? Like, as I know you said earlier, like, man, I've, I've screwed up a lot in your life. Like, how do you, how do you, like, like have you always just let that kind of run, run off your back or, or, or take me through the process of how you just come to accept it? I think I still, I have a hard time. I get so mad at myself. I'll look in the mirror and I'm like, no, that's not how I'm supposed to think. It's like, dude, come on. You, you, you know, I'll be 50 in three years. Not that that means anything. I'm 50 years young, but I I think coming to this realization that there's gonna be start to be some flaws, <laughs> not flaws, some there there are flaws, yeah. um, and it's hard right now. My hair is getting so thin. I'm just hey, easy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, you, I'm gonna I'm taking your route soon, man. That's what's up. I mean, I think it's just these these small things. I don't know. I think it's, it's, I'm learning on a daily basis about 
accepting these things. Um, but I think it's about more about recognizing things that make you happy and, and are a positive influence on your life and just doing more of that. And ex, ex, I don't know, um, in turn, I think that makes you content and, and, and maybe a little easier on yourself. Yeah. I don't know if I answered that very well, but. Well, yeah, I, I think you just, you did because like, you know, for me, whenever I used to chase happiness all the time, I found that unsustainable. So, but I find being content sustainable because I, it, it used to be like, if I'm always trying to be happy, I mean, I used to screw up a ton of relationships that way. Cause if I'm always like, no, 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 things have to be great all the time, then they're not, you know, and, and just realizing that it's okay. It's okay to have a bad day. It's okay that um, I'm not feeling great today. It's okay that I didn't eat well today because I got to look at it like life is a cycle. And one of the things that helped me is whenever things were really good, I would tell myself, well, this too shall pass only because, only because I don't want to get stuck. I, I don't want to, I don't want to take it for granted. And I also don't want to expect it. I, I don't, I don't, I don't deserve a constant state of ecstasy. You know, I, I, I grow, like you said earlier, the, the, the challenges made me grow. Um, so if he's always happy, I'm just stuck in some delusional dream world and I never really have any, any true experience. Yeah. You're so right. When you, and when you said accepting today's a bad day, it may be a bad week. Um, we, we all, we all have to accept that and go through it. And, and like I was saying earlier, if you can accept that challenge as a, a growth opportunity, man, it's amazing how your life can change if you start looking at obstacles as opportunities. Yeah, I agree, brother. <laughs> yeah, you know, because neither one of us have it all figured out. But just, I mean, to think about like if we would have had a conversation, you know, 20 years ago about this, it would have been a very different conversation. <laughs> That's the beauty of it, you know, that we can, we can, we can evolve. We can, we can look at things a different way and, and choose the life we want, not be like, how the hell did I get here? You know, when you're stuck in that, like, I remember the nightclub industry when I, I didn't want to be the the 35 year old guy I was making fun of that's in there hitting on the 21 year olds all the time. Like I gotta again, no, no to each their own, but I just that I didn't want that for me. I wanted a different a different life. I wanted to to grow and to get out there and uh, just just seeing your growth and um, all of your accomplishments, brother, and and your success in, in so many realms. It's it's inspiring. So thank you for for sharing your story and uh, for just being the inspiration that you're being online. Um, and, and all that you do. Well, thank you. Um, it's, it's an honor. Like, I, I, I don't claim to be anything special, but I think if it, one little piece of advice, if something I find works for me, I just love sharing what's knowledge uh, worth if you can't share it and um, try and just help people. I think that's what life's about. And I, just kudos to you, man. Unreal. Your growth transformation and what you're doing i'm so jealous um, i think it's amazing man what a great career path and just the lives you're changing and the people you're helping that's what man that's what it's about it's so cool man. well thanks brother i'm sure you get it too though Do you ever get those messages you post something and someone will message you and say hey man thank you so much for sharing that today like i i'm either i'm struggling with the same thing and i just I don't have the courage to to share it I'm, I'm sure you get you get some of those as well right i really do and uh for the um 3,500 people that are like, oh, God, this guy never stops. You know what? Those other 1,500 people are messaging me saying, man, you're helping me. And so, heck, yeah, I'm, I'm going to share anything I can. And that even goes with my music. You know, when I would 
be out at the merch booth booth after concerts, sometimes people would come up and they're like, man, I just want you to know your song saved my life. I was going to commit suicide or you helped me get out of this relationship. Just so many different um, stories about that kind of stuff. Wow, what a blessing to be able to touch someone's life like that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, um, I'm just going to keep sharing all I can if it's annoying to somebody. <laughs> Don't worry, follow me. But to your point, so you know, are, do you write some? Do you write the music as well? Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Yeah, 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 yeah. I've always been a songwriter. Um, I Grammy nominated songwriter, believe it or not. Uh, I think you said that earlier, but um, I didn't know what you were nominated for. So what? What were you nominated for specifically? That was for a Christian album, um, a band called Decipher Down. Just a song that I co-wrote on there. Nice. It's a weird category. It was like best Christian rap or rock album. <laughs> they they clump all the Christian stuff together. <laughs> but um, yeah, I've uh, just been so blessed um, writing hundreds of songs, my own, and then all these albums I've been able to be a part of. Um, it's just, wow, such a blessing. I actually started, uh, I'm actually a producer over at Apple Music now. Um, oh, nice. A journey I never thought I would be on and an opportunity that came from uh, the pandemic um, and otherwise wouldn't have happened. All of a sudden I found myself, I couldn't, no bands could come here to record. Uh, 90% of my clients are from out of town. All of a sudden nobody could come here. I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to do? And um, this blessing fell upon me with Apple Music and it's just, it's amazing. It's really cool. That's awesome, brother. I, I can't wait to see kind of what, uh, you know, how, how that grows and just what what a, what an influence that's going to have just on, you know, countless others. And I still have on my workout mix, I still have one of a kind, which uh, whenever you're with Breaking Point, that's still on my workout mix, man. I love that song. Was nice. that, didn't the wrestler have that as his intro? Was it Triple H? Uh, no, it was Rob Van Dam. Okay. story about Triple H, actually. Uh, one time... Um, Triple H was against Rob Van Dam for the whatever title it was. And it was at the Staples Center in L.A. And I was actually there. And uh, Shaq was sitting beside me and, you know, just celebrity, celebrity, whatever. Lemmy did Triple H's um, theme song. Uh-huh. And yeah. Lemmy was sitting right in front of me. And it was my <laughs> song against Lemmy's. <laughs> and I'm uh-huh. a huge Motorhead fan. So what an honor it was. And he won in the end. So. <laughs> And so those are awesome, surreal moments. And for you to, 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 you know, talking about success, none of that came up. Like you didn't, you didn't talk about any of that, you know, um, that's, that's, uh, I'm, I'm honored to know you brother, just you're, you're, you're humble, you're talented, you're, you're an inspiration. So thank you so much for taking the time to, to chat. And hopefully if one person watches this, which other than us, um, you know, maybe hopefully we'll make a difference for somebody out there. Absolutely. What a blessing. Thank you so much for having me, man. I really enjoyed it. Thanks brother. I'm going to, End it here, and uh, we'll chat soon. Sounds great, brother. Be well.